This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Monday, October 3rd. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. About 100 EU negotiators are in New York this week for the 15th round of the Transatlantic Trade and Investment Partnership Negotiations, or TTIP. U.S. and EU trade officials are under a lot of pressure to wrap up the massive trade pact this year out of concern that political support for the pact will wane after new administrations take over next year on both sides of the Pacific Ocean. TTIP is a good deal for farmers, according to the USDA, which says the pact will reduce tariffs on U.S. agriculture commodities. EU agriculture imports have more than doubled over the past two decades, but not from the U.S., U.S. exports to the region have risen just 17% over the same period. But the negotiators still have many controversial issues to resolve, such as European demands on its protected geographical indications list, known as PGI. The Greeks don't want anyone to use the name feta cheese, unless, of course, the cheese is made from sheep milk in feta Greece. And EU member states continue to increase the PGI list. Just last week, the European Commission approved the addition of two new pasta dishes to the protected list. There are now more than 1,350 products on the EU's protected geographical indications list. NCGA calls on farmers to write EPA in support of atrazine. If you're a corn farmer and want to be able to keep using the herbicide atrazine, The National Corn Growers Association is counting on you to write the EPA to oppose tighter restrictions. The EPA will be accepting comments on its ecological risk assessment through tomorrow. The new EPA proposal to reduce the allowable residue level of the herbicide found in fish would effectively ban the popular farming chemical. The National Corn Growers Association says that would put a huge burden on farmers. The group points to a 2012 study by the University of Chicago that says farming without atrazine would cost farmers to lose $59 an acre. EPA needs to be reminded that atrazine has been around for 50 years and more than 7,000 scientific studies have proven it safe, according to Brent Hostetler, chairman of the National Corn Growers Association Production and Stewardship Action Team. Farm Bureau works on farm bill options. Several farm groups are hosting discussions, conducting surveys, and gathering information about what they'd like to see in the next farm bill. But the American Farm Bureau Federation has probably done the most extensive homework to date. Earlier this year, AFBF President Zippy Duvall appointed a working group of 16 state and two national staff members to look at several different farm bill options and listen to expert opinions on a wide range of issues. They'll be hosting their fourth in-person meeting next week. Now, you can view dozens of their opinion papers as well as a few Congressional Research Service reports on their website. It's a treasure trove of background information to help broaden and advance the discussions that are now taking place. Ag Research Group prepares to counter new pest and disease outbreaks. The next time a new pest or pathogen hits U.S. farmers and ranchers, the Foundation for Food and Agriculture Research, FFAR, wants scientists to be prepared to begin countering the threat. The foundation announced that it has set up a new Rapid Outcomes from Agriculture Research Program, or ROAR, designed to accelerate initial research and outreach response to potential emergencies by pre-establishing teams of experts, agreements, and funding sources. 
The spread of a pest or pathogen can cause immediate and severe damage to multiple industries across the value chain, the group said in a statement. Last year, avian influenza outbreaks caused the loss of an estimated 50 million birds nationwide and $1 billion in damage, including 8,000 jobs lost in Iowa alone. FFAR said it would provide up to $150,000 in matching funds for each of the one-year research grants it approves to fight new threats to U.S. agriculture. Rice Group sees some federal aid for farmers in continuing resolution. USA Rice Federation said Friday it's expecting farmers to get some of the emergency federal aid for southern flood victims, but it's too early to say how much. Congress last week passed the continuing resolution, a stopgap spending measure, keep the government funded and open through December 9th. Included in the legislation was $500 million to help out flood victims in Louisiana and elsewhere. Ben Mosley of the U.S. Rice Federation, vice president of government relations, said Louisiana is certain to receive a fair portion of these funds given the sheer volume of damage to their farms, businesses, and homes just last month. Louisiana Commissioner of Agriculture Mike Strain working to secure a portion of the Louisiana funding to directly aid farmers experiencing non-insured losses to their operations. Regardless of how much help rice farmers get for the CR, USA Rice will continue working for a specific package for Louisiana producers, according to Mosley. USA Rice is continuing to work with Congress, the administration, and Louisiana officials to press for additional disaster aid specifically for Louisiana's agriculture sector. Strange said, we're treating these initial funds as a down payment until a larger appropriation measure is considered during the lame duck session. Last harvest for First Lady Michelle Obama at White House Garden. School kids from across the country participating in the First Lady's Let's Move initiative will be helping Michelle Obama on Thursday as she brings in her last harvest of the White House kitchen garden on the South Lawn. Notable guests expected at the event include the Today Show's Al Roker, Produce Marketing Association President Kathy Burns, NBA All-Star Alonzo Mourning, and Sesame Street's Elmo and Rosita. On Wednesday, in a lead-up to the event, Obama will give a speech on the past six years of Let's Move. Well, that's Daybreak for this Monday, October 3rd. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by McLeod, Watkinson & Miller, America's most experienced law firm in agricultural and derivatives law, and by Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Dowling.